0: We want to share something very special with you this week, a Christmas story and a work of fiction written by our mom, otherwise known as Maxine Vandywalker, mother of seven, grandmother to many, and now a great-grandmother, too. Our mom is a multi-talented woman, and she wrote this about 22 years ago for her first grandchild, Maggie, who was then about five. And our family has enjoyed this simple, charming Christmas story for all these years. So today, as sort of an audio Christmas card to you, we bring you Maggie's Christmas Story, or When St. Nick Met St. Mick. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? And for a change, today's episode does not include swear words. Stay with us. Welcome now to Maggie's Christmas Story, or How St. Nick met St. Mick. By our mom, Maxine Walker. Oh my, what am I going to do, worried Santa. Santa was in trouble. Big trouble. Only three days to go before Christmas Eve, and five, yes, five of his eight reindeer were very sick with the flu. Only Dasher, Prancer, and Vixen were not sick, and Santa worried that they might be soon. The elves watched helplessly as Santa walked around with his head down, checking first this sick reindeer, then the next one. But it was of no use. They had fevers, were very weak, and even with the buckets of tea and honey Mrs. Claus carried out to them, they were not going to be able to pull a sleigh full of toys across the whole world just three nights from now. "'I've never missed a Christmas, never before,' Santa told Mrs. Claus as she rubbed his aching shoulders. But there's no way I can go this year. Mrs. Claus said, maybe if you only take a small load, then the three reindeer can pull the sleigh. And really, you have four, for you can always call on that little Rudolph, you know. I don't know, said Santa, I just don't know, and he let out a big unhappy sigh. He thought of all the children, waiting, excited, and he thought of the long, long list he had, and all the letters he had received from all over the world. All the children that were expecting gifts from Santa, how could he let the kids down? I need help, he mumbled quietly as he went back out the door. And little Jolie, a very old, quiet, shy elf, who mostly did clean up work in the paint shop, a little elf who usually was not even noticed by anybody, heard Santa. I have to get help quickly, he thought, turning in little circles and circles. But how? 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 He had a thought. Just this year, Santa had been persuaded to buy a computer, and many evenings after supper, Santa sat in front of it, figuring out how to use it. Several times, Jolie was in the room tidying up, and he watched, and he listened, and he learned a few things. Santa had told all the elves to leave the computer alone, and mostly, they did. But once in a while, just once in a while, Jolie sneaked a closer look at it and poked around on a few keys. Jolie knew how to send an email. Sliding a chair up to Santa's desk, he climbed up onto it and very quickly typed, Help! Santa needs help flying! Just then the door flew open and Jolie quickly slid out of the chair and hid under the desk. He wanted to finish typing, Santa needs help! Flying reindeer sick! Can anyone send reindeer medicine? But he never got that finished. And when he jumped down to hide, his elbow hit the send button and the message was out. ''All elves to the sleigh!'' someone was shouting. ''We need everyone to help unload!'' ''What?'' everyone was yelling now. ''What do you mean unload the sleigh? We just finished loading it up!'' Santa was already pulling on his work gloves. ''I'm sorry, I know how hard you've worked getting the load ready, but we have to take off everything that's heavy so only three or four reindeer can pull the load and we have to work fast!'' The elves were dismayed. ''Unload all the toys, the games, the dolls, the trucks!'' ''Hurry up!'' shouted Santa. Off with the heavy stuff. All the boys, race cars, the wooden blocks, the big dolls, the easy bake ovens, the barbie cars. Off with the big books. Take off everything except for the coloring books. Leave a few barbie dolls, a few of the smaller games. Take off the Legos, the fire trucks, he hollered. The children will just have to share. Maybe just one toy each house, or we might just have to leave one in each block. I just don't know how much three or four reindeer can pull. Tears were trickling down Santa's face now, and many of the elves were crying too. Far away from the North Pole, many people received the email message asking for help from Santa, and every one of them laughed, thinking it was a Christmas computer joke. Everyone that is, except one man. In Minnesota, at the Minneapolis airport, a pilot named Mick saw the message saying that Santa needs help flying, and he didn't think it was a joke at all. Mick was a very good man and a very good pilot. What he thought was, hey, Santa must have bought an airplane. Why, that could do a better job and haul a much bigger load than eight tiny reindeer. Well, good for him, and now he needs help flying it. Mick didn't wait even a minute. If Santa needed help flying a plane, he was just the man to do the job. Throwing his warmest clothes into a bag, he was in his plane and heading off to the North Pole in a flash. It was a very long way to go, and he had to land at many airports for fuel. They always asked him where he was going, and when he told them, they laughed. They didn't believe him for a minute. Nobody flies to the North Pole, and nobody helps Santa. It was a long flight, and Mick was tired and hungry as he neared the North Pole. He worried about where he was going to land his plane. But surely, he thought, if Santa is using planes now, he must have a runway. And then, looking down, he saw it. A perfectly plowed, packed down road. Why, it must be a runway. He made a perfect landing. He didn't know he had just landed on the reindeer takeoff runway. He was tired and hungry too, but mostly he was very excited. Hearing the noise of the plane, several elves came running toward him. He'd never seen an elf before, not a real one. They were kind of funny looking little creatures, he thought. And then over the snow, he saw a plump, gray-haired, whiskered old man hurrying toward him. It had to be, yes it was, Santa Claus himself. Are you in trouble? Santa asked when he got closer. "Do, Do you have to make an emergency landing? Why, why, no, Nick stuttered. I thought you were in trouble. I mean, I got this message saying you needed help flying, and I came. Well, I guess I do need help, Santa said, but what could you possibly do to help me? Who are you and where did you come from? Mick quickly explained, telling Santa that he got an email saying that he needed help flying. He was already freezing in the cold North Pole air. Tell me about your plane, Santa. What kind is it? How big is it? What kind of engine does it have? Where is it? I'm a good pilot and a pretty good mechanic, too. Is it broken down or what's the problem? Santa stepped back and looked up at Mick. Is he crazy or what, thought Santa. He looked almost angry. Engines? Planes? He cried. What are you talking about? I use reindeer to fly, not airplanes. Eight tiny reindeer, only. Only now I only have three, and maybe that red-nosed young squirt if I can find him. Oh my gosh, was all Mick could say. Someone must have been pulling a trick on me. Santa looked up at Mick, more kindly now. And you came all this long way because you thought I needed help? Why, bless you, young man, bless you. Santa knew that Mick was a very special person. In the house with you, warm up. Mrs. Claus can feed you before you head back. I'm so sorry you came all the way up here. Must have cost a fortune in gas, too. Mick ducked under the very low doorway and went into a tiny, cozy room. Santa explained the mix-up to his wife and Mick ate the good food Mrs. Claus fixed for him. When he looked up, he saw a rather old elf peeking around a door at him. Santa, maybe there's some way I can help. I'm here now. I might as well try to do something. After all, you do so much for others, Mick said. Santa sat down in an old chair, slapping his hat on his knees. Don't really know what you can do. With so few reindeer well enough to pull the sleigh, We're unloading most of the toys, trying to make a lighter load. Can you show me the sleigh and the reindeer and everything? Maybe I can think of some way to help. That's so sad to think of all the boys and girls. So Santa showed Mick around and Mick could not believe his eyes. The sleigh was as big as a house almost, but the reindeer were very tiny little miniature reindeer. I don't get it, Santa. How can these little animals pull that sleigh at all, even with all eight and Rudolph? There's no way that's possible. Are you magic or what? Santa looked at Mick and said quietly, no Mick, I'm not magic. I have lots of help from up there. He pointed to the sky. The greatest gift giver of all times gives me all the help I need. It just happens, I can't explain it. But this year looks like it's not going to happen right. Just then a little child elf pulled on Mick's sleeve. Are you an angel, she asked. Mick looked down at the little imp and started to say no. But then, Santa looked at him and said, are you an angel, Mick? Because if you are, you sure came at the right time. Just then, a little child elf pulled on Mick's sleeve. Are you an angel? She asked. Mick smiled down at the little imp and started to say no. But then Santa looked at him and said, are you an angel, Mick? Because if you are, you sure came at the right time. I wish I was, but I'm just a pilot and an ordinary man. Then Mick started to get an idea. It grew in his head rapidly. Santa, listen, maybe we can work something out here. But Santa wasn't paying attention. He was scratching between Comet's ears and kissed the reindeer on his head. Poor little creatures. So special and so sick. Just then a raspy voice said, Santa, heard you were looking for me. (laughs) Why, Rudolph, you're not sick too, are you? The little deer's nose was not very bright tonight. In fact, it was kind of runny. And it's supposed to be foggy, too. Oh, my, Santa sighed. What next? Santa, listen. Mick waited until he had the sad old man's attention. My airplane could pull your sleigh fully loaded. It goes really fast. I think we could do it. What do you think? Want to give it a try? Won't work. Can't land a big plane like that on someone's roof now, can we? Fall right through, probably. But thanks. Okay then, listen again. How would it be if I pulled the sleigh to each town that has an airport with you and the three reindeer that aren't sick inside and the toys too? Then you can just put the toys you need for that town in the sleigh and race off to each rooftop and I'll wait for you at the airport. Santa looked amazed. Might work, he said. Oh, no, I could never get those deer to go inside that airplane. Why, they would be too frightened, or get airsick, throw up all over the plane. Let me worry about that, Mick said. What have we got to lose? Let's at least try. Well, okay. Santa looked worried, but they headed for the plane. Load up the plane, bring all the toys, hurry up! We're gonna get to the girls and boys in time, shouted all the elves. And did they hurry? Baby elves were dragging teddy bears by the ears and tails, throwing them into the big airplane. Teenage elves jumped onto the sleds and toboggans and rode them over the snow right to the plane's door. Mrs. Claus came running out with a big pail of candy canes. Now for the reindeer, said Mick. I think I could pick them up and lift them into the plane. They're so small. But Santa said, no, reindeer don't like to be handled like that. We'll think of a way, but not tonight. Now we go in and get a long night's sleep. You just don't know what you're in for tomorrow night. Christmas Eve afternoon was hectic. Checking every list twice, loading a last minute holiday Barbie doll, a computer game for a boy in Iowa, and soon it was getting dark. It gets dark very early at the North Pole. Now for the deer. It was time for Jolie, the old elf, to show up again. Sometimes the little cleaner upper elf had some good ideas. Take the door off the shed, he told Santa. They won't be afraid to walk up that right into the airplane. I'll lead them. They like me, they'll do anything I say. Use the door for a ramp. Mick leaned over and whispered something to Santa. Santa nodded. Good idea, Jolie, said Mick. How would you like to come along and help out with the deer on this trip? Me, squeaked Jolie. Oh, no, I don't think so. I'm just a little cleaner up, Elf. In, said Santa, and picked up the little guy and tossed him in with the toys. It wasn't easy. They tried three times before they could get that big empty sled tied tightly behind Mick's plane. But they got it. Mick lost his gloves and asked Santa if he could borrow a pair. Santa brought out a bright pea-green pair, and Mick made a yuck face when he saw them. But boy, were they ever warm. The plane was loaded, and Mick checked everything over. Something seemed... Well, something had him wondering. Santa, he said, we have an awful lot of toys here, thousands of them, but there must be millions of children in the world waiting for you to come. There can't possibly be enough here for all of them. Oh, but there is. Wait, you'll see for yourself. Christmas is a time of miracles, remember? And then they were off. Mick never in his life saw a man work so hard and move so fast as Santa and those three deer did that night. In and out of the plane a thousand times, never stopping until they went to every house. Mick helped load toys out of the plane and into the sleigh until he thought his arms would drop off. He was so tired. And he saw that even though they loaded and delivered and loaded and delivered, the pile of toys and presents in the plane Didn't ever seem to get much smaller. He scratched his head trying to figure this out. All around the world they went to countries where it was very hot, to countries with lots of trees, to countries with no trees, and it seemed to go so fast. He could see daylight far off in the distance when Santa came back from his final run, the three little deer looking very tired too. The trip back to the North Pole was quiet. Somehow the pile of gifts and toys were all gone now, and Jolie, the elf, and the three reindeer were sound asleep in the plane. Jolie was snoring loudly. He confessed that he was the one who sent the message on Santa's new computer, and Santa scolded him, but just a little, and not unkindly. The reindeer were sleeping, but not snoring, but they did smell a little sweaty and stinky. Mrs. Claus had a delicious stew all ready for them, and they were starving and so sleepy. The next morning, Mick got ready to leave. He didn't really want to leave. Santa, tell me one thing, Mick said. How do you really know you get to all the children? "Ah, That's the sad thing about my job, said Santa. There's always some that I miss. They move or don't have a home or I just never hear about them. Those are the ones that I hope good people like you find with sharing trees and toy collections and things like that, but some do get missed. There's some other things that I can't understand either, Santa, like... But Santa interrupted him. Don't ask, Mick. Don't ask. There's a lot about my job that I don't understand either. Christmas is a time for miracles, remember? And miracles do happen. You've seen that here. I don't do it alone. Remember that. And this year, you were a big part of the miracle. Mick had to go now, but he paid a quick little visit to the reindeer and was happy to see them looking better. He patted the three that rode in the plane with him. He really hated to leave them. Mick said goodbye and started to give Santa a handshake, but instead gave him a big hug. He waved at Mrs. Claus. Jolie and the elves and at Rudolph he still couldn't believe that he'd heard him talk goodbye Mick you were a great helper maybe you are an angel and now I must thank my other helper for sending you and for me getting through another wonderful Christmas from the window of his plane as he flew off he saw Santa heading toward a beautiful little church with lights shining through the colored windows and Mick knew that Santa was thanking God the greatest gift giver of all time. The end. Well, thank goodness for St. Nick and Mick, who saved the day. We hope you enjoyed this special Christmas episode. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, I have to get help quickly, he thought, turning in little circles and circles. But how? 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 How in the hell did I get here? This week's story was written by Maxine Walker, and the show was produced and hosted by Kim A. Floden with editing help from Carrie Floden. This week's music is called Underneath the Christmas Tree, Instrumental and is used with the artist's permission under the creative commons attribution 3.0 unported cc by 3.0 licenses. Contact my you spelled m y u u the artist at thedarkpiano.com find that link plus the creative common licenses link and all links associated with this music at howinthehellpodcast.com in this week's show notes. This music was found at youtube's creator library.